0: In this podcast, I share an experience as my first time to Colorado and core. And after I had recorded this podcast, I went deeper into my Chiron that I wanted to share with you because the connection in everything is just so beautiful. So I looked at my Chiron, which is in gate 42. So what Chiron is, is Chiron represents the wounded healer. We have the Chiron return between the age of 48 and 52, and I will be having my Chiron return next year. It is in the gate 42, which is all about completion of things. And for me, it was, I didn't know what this was going to be about because I have been studying this for a couple years now, and I knew it was coming. And then it is an Aries, which is all about um, really, Chiron in Aries is about having a wound of self-worth and looking for purpose in life. This is something that I have been working on my entire life, my self-worth, my value, connecting with myself, finding myself, what was my reason for being here. And a little bit deeper is it is in the fifth house, which is all about having fun, being too serious, sexuality, Um, a lot of times in the fifth house, it's growing up too quickly because of certain traumas or experiences and other and it also has a connection with a mother wound which is everything that I have been working on. So I had realized and as you guys go into learning about human design more and going into your authority You realize that your body does tell you before your mind when you tune into it. And this is everything that Gestalt is. And this is what I'm talking about in this podcast. So when I was this morning reading this, my gut just kind of squeezed because I knew in that moment that the reason I had found Gestalt, the reason I have found Equine Gestalt and signed up for this certification, this apprenticeship I knew it was for myself, and I know I always bring it out into the world because as I heal and grow, I believe it is my duty to do this and bring this to other people. But when I signed up for this apprenticeship, I mentioned that I wasn't sure. I just knew it was it. And this morning when I read this, going into my Chiron and Aries and all of this, that, that gut feeling was like, your Chiron return is next year. This has to do in the quote that I read about Aries and Chiron. It has to do with the anger that is inside of me that I didn't realize I had that has been in my cells forever. And this is why I found this program. It is so I can get that anger out. And it is in my Chiron return next year, which is in gate 42. Which is completion. So I just want you to think about that for a moment before you listen to this podcast. Because when you start putting the pieces together, it is almost like magic. Because you know it's true. And that's why I love human design, gene keys, astrology, going deeper into things. I mean, I do have the 48, which is depth. And it's not about going deep fast, It's about going deep one step at a time as you're experiencing and living life. It's not about, I'm going to know all these things and then ta-da, I'm done. It's about the journey. And I'm just very appreciative when these pieces come together because it is. It unfolds like magic. You just know it. So please listen to this podcast. Feel into it. If you have questions about any of this, please reach out. This uh, way of living is such a beautiful experience when you're able to connect those dots and your body just responds in this way. We are all truly guided when we let ourselves be open to it and we're listening. And that's how I know what I do is so powerful. It is Hello beautiful souls. As you notice this week is slightly different than it has been previously when it was the week that I did my episodes, my solo episodes. Tuesday I had a special with Annalena Fuchs who is my business partner at the Align Living Academy and we went deeper into what has shifted for us in the last five years and Today is going to be a little different too. Usually I do a teaching aspect which I will bring back I promise but I wanted to share this instead because it's in my heart and energetically I know that when I share from my heart space it connects so much more. It's not about scheduling the timing and getting out there. It's about feeling and I'm learning more through this with my equine gestalt coaching that I am doing an apprenticeship with for the next two years. So I was in Colorado last week for four days. It was my first core. I had no idea what to expect. All I knew was I had been reading and studying, doing weekly calls, learning more about what this gestalt is and how the horses connect energetically and can read us. But I had no idea what it was going to be like when I was in the physical space. And I am a person, I am a 2-4 gen who it is very important for me to embody because I have the open head in Ajna, um, repetition is so important for me as a generator type to embody the process, to feel it. And as I'm going through this training, I've also connected with that I am a feeling person. I am an introvert extrovert, which matches up my two four. Um, I'm intuitive, which I knew, and I'm also love to know some of the details. So for me, that would be an X, N, F, J, if any of you, if you know what that is. <laughs> so I have been diving into that and I had no idea what I was going to see and experience when I went to Colorado. So when I went to Colorado, first of all, I want to say it was raining and cold. We had a tornado warning in the beginning where we had to hunker down. Then we had hail and uh The person that actually brought me to the ranch, uh, her windshield broke because the the hail was so heavy, and we had rain. And I stayed out in a yurt, and I felt like it was going to almost like like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Like the wind was so strong, so it was very. Even the weather was very powerful. And then when I went into the arena for the first day, my eyes, heart. We're totally opened Um, to experience this work in such a deep way and to have the privilege to be able to work with people that have been through trauma in some way is such a gift. And when I signed up for Touched by a Horse, I was looking for a connection to horses My mother loves horses. She rode horses with me in her stomach up until the day before she gave birth. We had horses when I was younger, even though I was never really a part of it. And I have a lot of Sagittarius. So I have a Sagittarius um, rising as well as my north node. So Sagittarius and horses go together as well. So I've always had this connection with horses and I didn't know quite what it was. So last year when I was struggling with my sciatica pain where I really could not move at all. I couldn't even straighten my left leg. I was in so much pain. This intuitive hit came to me that something needs to be done with horses. So I started looking at certifications and I started looking at healing modalities with horses. And then I found this touch by horse. And the thing that I loved about it was the connection with the chakras. Because, as you know, I love the chakras. Um, With yoga, I studied. With human design, there's these centers. And with this training, it was the connection with the chakras of the horse and how the horse can help balance and energetically connect with us in a way that most of us probably are not aware of. At least I know I wasn't. So when I went in here and we started doing the work of Unfinished Business, oh my goodness, I just wanna say that so much came up and it feels like a whirlwind. Um, There was no holding back for me, which was very interesting because there was probably, what, 14 people that I had never met before. I was sitting in the front With the coach on a microphone and doing the work. And the minute you start doing the work, it almost feels like, you know, the detachment. And I think that is because of the trauma that I have had. That is the way that I coped. That was the way that I was able to pick up the pieces. I remember I used to say that all the time pick up the pieces. I used to pick up the pieces. Of whatever it was that was going on, stuff it down, and move on like nothing happened. And I was very good at that. Very good at detaching. When I was younger, before I had mastered that coping mechanism, I drank and did drugs. That was the way that I would forget. That was the way that I could let go. That was the way that I could... Um, get away from my life which honestly has made me forget a lot of my life I don't remember a lot of it and maybe that's why I don't drink I don't do anything now is because I want to remember every single moment and um, when I used to drink I would black out I had no idea where I would end up um, or what I did So it's very important for me to be able to remember that now. And that's probably why I choose not to drink or do anything like that anymore. But to be able to have the opportunity to meet beautiful people that come from all over the world, like seriously all over the world, to come in and do and learn this work and let go of all of the trauma or at least work on the trauma that we've been holding inside So that we can do this for others and hold the space for others is uh, so much more than I initially thought it could be and now I'm so grateful because I do know I am a healer and I have been a healer for a very long time I've been working on healing myself for 20 years and this feels like yet another piece that has been shown to me to get it out of my body and get it out of my cells. The yoga, Ashtanga yoga, helped me with slowing my mind down, connecting my mind to the, my breath to release some of the things that were in my body that were subconscious or just stuck in there because I had swallowed it down and forgotten about it. It was all within my muscles, all within my cells. And in human design, I am the cross of tension, which is I hold things in my body, hold things in my cells. So that just is even another layer, right? Which I learned with human design. Then I was able to not have to do the physical body, but slow down the mind and go into the breath and the subtleties of the breath and the stillness of meditation and the awareness of the astrology aspects of human design and what I'm here to learn in life and what I'm here to be in life and what are my struggles in life and what energy do I have consistently and What energy do I receive from the people around me? Why it's important that I'm around the right people and why I actually morphed myself into different personalities around different people It gave me so much forgiveness for myself and so much awareness for myself. And now that I've been doing that for years, this came along and it's like, it's giving me the opportunity to release all of the things that I wanted to say to certain people in my life. All of the things I'm actually given the opportunity to say these things as if they were right there in front of me. And I don't have to worry about them defending themselves or saying that is not true. That is not how I experienced it. Because we do experience every experience differently. I experience the same experience, if we hadn't had something happen for us together, I would experience it differently than you, even though it was the exact same thing that happened because of our perception, of our age, of what's going through our minds. It's not a negative thing to say, we experience this differently. You don't remember what I remember or I don't remember what you remember because we don't. We're two different people, but that doesn't make one person wrong and one person right. We're both right. That's the thing. But what happens is if it's when we're children or younger or someone is an authority figure, for us, if we don't believe, if we say something and they say that's not correct, we often believe it because that's their perception, but we feel... Like because they're an authority that they are correct and we are not. We're wrong. We made it up. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We took things, we're too personal, we're too emotional. So this modality, this gestalt, gives us the opportunity to say the things that we were unable to say. Say the things and act out the anger that we have kept in for so long. I had believed that I was not an angry person. And I think I've just really worked on my coping strategies. I definitely know I need to get up in the morning, I need to have my time off, I need to be slow, I need to be intentional, because if I don't have that time then my mind is scattered and I get angry and all these things. Those are really coping mechanisms, which is great. But what if you could actually get rid of the freaking anger? Like, that is it. So, to be able to recognize that there is some anger in me, I'm a very loving person. Although I've been told all of my life by my sister I'm mean, um, which this is the piece of work I actually worked on, um, that I was mean. I felt guilty because I created boundaries. Um, because I'm the strong one, I'm the one that's working on myself, so I'm the one that can fix everything, and if I notice there's a trigger with a relationship, then I should be the one that is able to recognize it, work on it, and heal it, putting all that pressure on myself. I'm here to fix everything. I'm here to be the responsible one for my entire family. (laughs) How ridiculous is that? Can you believe that? This is what I've learned in this last week. Oh my goodness, it's so funny. But to be able to recognize there's anger and express the anger. Um, I learned, like I said, I thought I didn't have anger. Um, But what it was for me is when I was younger, I don't, like I said, I don't remember a lot of things. But I do know when I was younger, I had self-loathing for myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't see my value. I didn't know I was here, why I was here. I was a cutter because I felt so numb that the only, I used to say to myself, I would rather feel pain than feel nothing. And that's why I did it. Because so I could feel like, ugh. And that is anger turned in on yourself rather than externally lashing out. So when I learned that, I was like, oh crap, there's anger. <laughs> there's anger in there. So this is going to be interesting. Um, but I've always been afraid of my anger because at some point in time when my anger, when it takes me a lot to get angry, I have been told by people in my family that when I do get angry, it's scary. And it is because it's so suppressed. And I've learned to control it by having a lot of alone time. I've learned to control it by having my intentional practices, my meditation, my self-reflection, my learning about myself, but, but, and this is the thing, it's still there. It's still within my cells and it's like I'm keeping it at bay with all of my practices, all of my, I'm very loving, I'm very giving, I will support my kids no matter what. If someone says something about my kids, they better watch out because, you know, when I was a kid, no one supported me. So I'm on full alert for when anyone says anything about my kids because I will not let my kids feel like they're not loved or supported or not valued or whatever they say is made up. That will not happen. So that anger comes out. So this opportunity to go and learn this modality. um, I think if I before it would have been scary to me because of the anger aspect and I have learned to control the anger or believed that I had none. But the truth of the matter is there is some and there is good reason. There's good reason to have some of this anger and It's okay because now I get to go and experience it and release it from my body, from my cells in a way that is not harmful to anyone and will release all of this from me. So I no longer have to have so many coping strategies to be grounded, to be present. I won't get triggered when certain things happen as easily or I won't get as angry Um, I will also say the one piece that I did do I did two pieces but the one piece I did do that I was able to really get everything out I had a vision the next day of me actually just experiencing something with this person and I was I just nonchalantly just said, yeah, well, you know what? When I was 12 years old and you blamed me for being provocative and maybe it was my fault, that is not true. I was 12 years old. And I'm saying that with no trigger right now. That was not doable before. There was so much hurt For not being supported. For not being heard. For thinking a 12 year old could be the reason. There was so much hurt. But now I'm able to say it with like, yeah, that happened. But it's not there anymore. I know it happened, but that trigger isn't there. That pain is not in my cells. And that was done probably within I don't even know maybe 10 minutes we had the coaching I went into the ring to the round pen with the horse I stood in the center um halo was the horse that worked on me that day came over and did some chakra balancing um and then a couple days later it's like wow that it's gone So I wanted to share this because if, you know, we all have coping strategies, we all have things that have happened. Um, Some of them seem a lot more traumatic than others, but I did learn in my other coaching uh, modality that it is not about what happened. It's about the belief that we created about that experience or the feeling that we felt there's still those feelings of not being seen or being violated or not being heard or not being believed it could be really different experiences but the feeling is just the same so the effect is still there so there's not one trauma like when you do this work if you feel into it, it's not one trauma is harsher than the other. So you just stay quiet and say, Oh, you know what? They need more work than I do. They've been through more. It's not like that. It's like we're here to do this work, whatever the trauma is, whatever we're keeping inside of us. It's no too big or no too small. And I feel like that is a gift. And when I was there, I just sat down and I was like, oh my gosh, every person I know, every person I know would benefit from this. I know at least one experience or something from every single person that I I know. Now, this is deeply know, not just touching base, you know, but every person would benefit from this work. And what a gift that is. Not only get to, do I get to help support people and releasing the physical within the cells, the trauma from the cells that is safe, supported, and then also be able to bring in the energy awareness and the beautiful gifts of the horse to help support me in that as a partner is such a beautiful gift. Like I said... I did not know what this was about when I signed up. I felt in my gut, my sacral responses: this is it. This is the one that you've been looking at, this is it. When when I got the email that says I had been accepted, I was like, oh crap, do I really wanna do this? It's like $15,000, it's a big investment over two years, I have to travel there, I have to go do this, But I went back and I was like, okay, this is what my sacral told me. It's not about the how. It's not about the why. It's about trusting. So are you going to let your mind control it? Or are you going to trust in the process and let your life unfold for you in a way that you are unaware of? So I signed up. And I am so grateful that I trusted my sacral response. (laughs) I have done this for the last, you know, year and a half. And you know the story with the Bronco. I did it as well. Life can be truly beautiful. And we have no idea what is in alignment with us. We have no idea what we can do. We have no idea what impact we can have. And if we let ourselves be guided and trust that we're supported along the way, imagine how beautiful life is imagine the impact you can make imagine the healing that you can bring yourself your family and others so i wanted to share with this this with you because this is the first part of the journey for me i'm in a virtual core this weekend so i actually have to get off because <laughs> it starts in 8 minutes and i will be doing this for the next 2 years and then after, when I'm certified, I'll be able to offer this gift. And I truly feel like human design and equine gestalt is, works so well together. Because, you know, like the process that I told you with yoga and then human design, and gene keys, and the stillness, and the self-awareness, and understanding the why, and okay, I mean, I have inadequacy in my chart, this is why I've done this, okay, I can forgive myself, when I feel inadequate, I can let it be okay, nothing's wrong with me, when I'm, you know, whatever it is that's showing up in your chart, when I'm not having fun, and I get too serious, okay, that's actually my chiron, that's where my wounded healer is, how can I continue to step in that, and then having that next step to release the, tra- the trauma that you have experienced from your physical cells, you know, I'm just gonna say it, I have no idea what the heck I'm gonna be like after this program. But I know it's gonna be even bigger than it is now. And I will continue to grow. Uh, the reason is, is I know I cannot help people In places that I've not done the work myself. So that's one reason I continue to do this. It's because I do love myself. I do know I'm capable. I do know I'm strong. I do know I'm vulnerable. I do know that I'm loving. And I do know I want to help humanity as a whole. So if I can help humanity as a whole by doing my own work. I'll continue to do it. Until I am no longer here. <sighs> Thank you for listening. I love you. You're going to hear more about this. Throughout the years I know. Um, would love here to hear any feedback. Maybe you know someone. That does equine gestalt. They are. It is all through the United States. As well as internationally. Um, maybe you have a connection to horses. Maybe you're just. In awe, I would love to hear any feedback that you have. And as always, I appreciate you. I love you. Until next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing. If this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.